Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. I'm here. Hi. Oh, you don't Hello. Have, you have your, your Bluetooth headphones on. Yes, I do. I do. That dress is cute. Yes, it is, isn't it? I love it. Uh-huh. I've had it for a while. It's a JC Betty dress. Nice. Yeah. So how are you doing? I am all right. I'm tired, but I'm good. I miss I'm going I have the next two days off work. So it was just like my last, like trying to oh, yeah. wrap everything up. I can't remember how to put up an away message. <laughs> Is it Google? It's Outlook, but it's on my Mac. It's like really easy to do too. And I like can't find it. Oh yeah. Um, I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I just Isn't did there an actual like. Like it says away message on the tools or something. That's what I thought. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, how is this possible? Automatic replies and tools. There we go. I got it. Okay. So I was walking to the store the other day. Uh-huh. And one of the doors in the, in the lobby area to the entrance and exit said, said use the other door. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm walking toward the building and I see uh, someone come out, like try to use the other door and then walk out the right door. And she said, stupid Jennifer. And then she, as she was walking by me, <laughs> and I, and then, like, I was kind of like, I was kind of thrilled by that experience. <laughs> but I'm like, I know this woman <laughs> to the bone. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so that was my joyful experience last two weeks. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had any joyful experiences in the last two weeks. That's not true. I wrote a musical parody for my, because I'm taking that sketch writing class. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote a parody of the song Favorite Things. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, it's internet and phone scammers singing about how sad they are that people are getting smarter about it <laughs> and it's, so it's harder to make money and um and so all they have left is old people and well the, the first <laughs> lyric is um grandmas with email and no supervision send cash for your son there was a collision <laughs> um, <laughs> and and it's, I'm pretty sure, so with the sketch class, we have to, we're all writing sketches and then she's picking a sketch from each of us and we're putting on a show at the end. Um, and mine is going to close the show. My oh, nice. Number. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and we've started planting our stuff for our garden, like the, the seedling yeah. pot things. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. Did you, you didn't really have a winter. I mean, you had like a couple of snow days, but that's about it. I mean, it's been cold, but in wintry, but not super long, honestly. But I mean, it's supposed to be like 75 this weekend. Mm-hmm. But we'll get another snow like through May yeah. and maybe even June. Yeah. So, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. too bad. I mean, there were a few bad days, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Look how pretty my drink Ooh, that is a pretty drink. What are you drinking? It's not very good. Oh. It's um limoncello, mm-hmm. vodka, and soda water. And then, so I'm like, how can this be bad? And then right. I had these, I bought these boba pearls the other day at the yeah. Asian market. Uh-huh. They're tarot boba pearls. And so, like, when you make them, you're supposed to put a bunch of sugar in them to keep them from sticking. And they're part, like, a sweetening element of your drink as well. So I put a couple yeah. spoonsful of that in, and I took a drink. And it was, like, 
fucking pure lemon flavored rubbing alcohol with sugar Ooh. it was so bad it was so Ooh. bad and i was so sad because it's so pretty so then i went back and i don't have any lemons right now somehow but i do have um this strawberry rosé vinegar mm-hmm. that i got from this oh no it's not the one from the expensive i got it at whole foods i mean it was expensive but it wasn't like 80 dollars. i made a mistake of buying an 80 dollar bottle of olive oil from brightland and i hate it um oh god <laughs> i don't hate it it's just not very it's nothing to write home about and i, yeah, I think if i'm spending eighty dollars on a fucking bottle of of olive oil it had better be the best goddamn infused olive oil you've ever tasted in your mm-hmm. life and this just doesn't cut yeah. it um so the vinegar really helps so now I'm just probably going to get really drunk because it was pretty full of vodka and limoncello, especially oh, for such okay. a tiny glass. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking KBS. Yes. Hazelnut. Ooh, what? Is it good? Yum. I want it. I'm kind of not a huge fan. Oh, man. Like, it's taking me a second to warm up to it. I'm, it's, it's fine. Oh, anyway... We want to answer anyway, a question before we have our guest on. Well, Paul's really raring to get on here. Okay, so he can come and answer all just, of them. Yeah, that's fine by me too. Let me send him the link. <gasps> that's something that happened. I forgot about. I saw what? Hamilton in the front fucking row. I cried the yes! whole oh goddamn God. time. The whole time, nonstop, was crying. Uh, not even the second act where of course you cry at the second act like anyone that's human does i cried the whole way through uh Uh including then at the end just absolute full body sobs at that last bit that last (laughs) oh god yes i forgot for a minute that it's in so when i i saw it in chicago and they didn't when i saw it they didn't have the uh they didn't have the pro shot. Mm-hmm. And so that last moment of where she is singing the song, the closing song, and it's done. And she like looks up and goes, <gasps> and then the lights go mm-hmm. fucking destroys me every time. Oh, God, yes. so like, uh-huh. uh, and so I was like so excited to see my friend's reaction to that, but she had seen it on the pro shot. <laughs> but man. So good. It was the best. Oh, they didn't have that <gasps> on the Chicago one? They did. That, so that's what I was saying. Okay. I saw that at the Chicago one, and it's not in the soundtrack. You don't see it anywhere unless you're seeing it. Oh, yeah, not in the so soundtrack. So it was, yeah. when I saw it in Chicago, it was a surprise, and I loved it. Um, yeah. And so I was excited to see my friends see that part and for the first time, but she'd seen the pro shot, so it didn't surprise her. That's my friend. Hi. Hello. Yeah, sure. Okay, I was like, Hello. Yeah. I can't know. I yeah. <laughs> you just like reacted excitedly, and I was like, I need to know if we can hear you. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You, you guys hear me okay? Yep, we can hear you it's, perfectly. Does it can. sound okay? I, yeah. I'm in the, the bed with pillows surrounding all around, and maybe I'll... Oh, wow. Yes, it just, does sound yeah. good. Yes. Does that sound all right? Yeah, does, I was going to... Okay, I yeah. seriously, mm-hmm. I was going to record in a uh, in a cardboard box but uh, <laughs> in the refrigerator box long story if if uh, Jennifer hasn't already shared yeah we're um, going to no we I, that was one of the, I was waiting to share okay. that for and then I <laughs> and then I um, it it was a little it was a little too cumbersome to bring all the way up the stairs so Fair <laughs> that's a valid reason so yeah, yeah. anyway um Hi guys! Yeah, hi, hi! Welcome to our podcast, Paul. This Welcome. Is great. Yeah, is this your first yeah. podcast guesting experience? Yeah, Paul? yeah, all around, yes. all around. Have never been on a podcast before. Yeah, no, I can definitely say. Yeah, yeah I was going to say this. That's pretty good track record for me as a thirty-seven-year-old straight cisgender <laughs> white male, and I have not been on a podcast yet. Or yes. hosted my own podcast yet. 
Uh, that is a good record. Yeah, yeah. No, well, exactly. in the first one, we're drinking. It's a drinking podcast. So. Oh yeah, no, no. This is yeah. This is great. This is great. Actually, like you, you drove right in to the cisgender male drinking. Well, podcast. yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I guess that was a, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My phone on focus here. Here we go. Nice. Anyway, I should right. probably tell the audience, our oh, listeners, yeah. that Paul is a good friend of mine. <laughs> And <laughs> he's like a brother from another mother. And <laughs> just like Kimberly is a sister from another mister. Yes. Um, and he is in a band and he Ooh, is a, yes, he is. Um, and he is in, he does journalism stuff. I sent you, <laughs> you the bio. You did. Oh, you did read his the bio. bio. <laughs> read his bio. I'm like, why did I send you a bio? If you're gonna just pull it off of your head. Whatever. Okay. I'm writing this bio. He's also he's also the father of one of my favorite little people. Oh, I shouldn't say little people. My favorite <laughs> little child, because that's entirely different. Hello, welcome, Paul, and to my our audience, our listeners, my audience. My I almost listeners. shot my drink on my fucking nose. <laughs> Paul is a father, a husband, freelance writer, musician, and Lansing socialite. He's a regular contributor for the Argonaut in Santa Monica, California, and Lansing City Pulse in Lansing, Michigan. You can hear him play drums in East Lansing with the band North of Five. See him with his child most weekdays at Lansing Playgrounds or at exclusive invite-only backyard bonfires. So this is my friend, Paul. Yay, welcome! Hi, everybody! Yes. I was going to say, yeah, I, I think I gave enough other personally identifying information. If anyone, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm me. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So back up real quick. Jennifer, how long have we've known each other since? Um, I'm going to say I met you back in as early, possibly as early two? as 2003, but maybe not until or somewhere we were, we were 2000. Yeah. Yeah. We were working together. Close to 20 years. Yeah. Close to 20 so tw- years. Yeah. Yeah. Other. About, about uh-huh. 20 years we've known each other and I yeah. have a whole lot of other people in my life other than family members that I've, I've known for that long. So you are definitely mm-hmm. like an inner circle long-term we're even that are what I'm like, we know in many ways, very different people, but you are one of the people that, has been there stick, through all of it. Stick to yeah, it. yeah. That's, true. that's, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, all you have to do nothing. is feed me every once in a while, yeah. and I'm your best friend. Yeah. That's really all you have to we do. We have with evolved me. into different yeah. people over time. I guess what I'm saying is, and there's some people that you know you kind of stick that stick with that evolution, and there's other people that you know. I don't know if you have this as well. Where there's people, it's like they don't want you to change, and so they kind of you end up kind of drifting apart if you don't find a way to accommodate people's changes in their lives and yeah you've Mm -hmm. you've lived you've put up with us through many different evolutions so thank you i did and now i have a and now i get to hang out with a little kid it's so (laughs) great a a couple of days a week it's awesome it's so great yeah you coming over on friday again you can come over on friday again i might be able to actually okay so put that on the podcast that i'm like inviting you over again Yeah. yeah (laughs) Paul has also been my little um, saving grace when it comes to like being isolated for so much because he'll invite me over to his play to his because he's working from home too so he'll say come on over and then we'll hang out watch shows while we're supposed to be working Mm -hmm. and play with his kid and so it's a real good time it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome time Yes. And yes. again, I, and also likewise, because again, I'm also, uh, isolated, uh, at home working from home and it's lonely. And, uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a people person that's got to find my people. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I get that a lot. I did recently bring over the best gift. I think anyone could bring over. What did you bring over? So I got a refrigerator. Yes. I'm just going to let you tell the story. And it came with a box. 
(laughs) And it came with a box. Yes. (laughs) And so I text Aaron and Paul, E&P, and say, hey, do you want me to bring over my empty refrigerator box? (laughs) And Aaron says, yeah, cool. Like, okay. And so I push it into my car. I drive it over there. This wasn't in the same and day, say, was okay, it? Paul, wasn't the, didn't the text no, come, no, no, the text no, came no, out this a different was a couple day? Of, this, I'm shortening the, I'm shortening the, But that is I'm, key. It wasn't like it was the in the same day. It was uh, several days prior that you texted say, hey, refrigerator box. And then several days later, you actually came for a visit. Yeah, because okay. it was raining then. I couldn't just okay. put the, front, I couldn't get a, give you a wet refrigerator box. <laughs> So I fold it up and put it into my Subaru and then uh, take it over there. And then I go in to knock, I knock on the door of Paul's house and I say, Hey, Paul, I've got the box. Come on and get it. And what's kind of your reaction, Paul? Well, okay. So again, in my defense, (laughs) in my defense, several days had passed between when that text conversation happened and when we saw you. So when you opened up, I, I kind of forgot all about the box. I <laughs> we I opened, opened the, up a the trunk, trunk and I just saw folded cardboard. It was not in a full construction car- uh, refrigerator box. It was just folded pieces of cardboard. And my reaction was, uh, there's a recycling place right up the street. Uh, why are you bringing your cardboard recycling over here? And she was like, it's a refrigerator box for your child. And I was like, duh, it's a refrigerator <laughs> box. And then I felt like a dummy. But like I said, in my defense, my original reaction was, I don't understand what this full. I didn't see it as the refrigerator Why box. Why is this it was long-term friend yeah. bringing me cardboard? Yes, exactly. Why? Why a pile of cardboard? Do your own damn recycling, <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> but since we have set it up, he loves it. And uh, and we still have yeah. and we still have to decorate it, but it's it's great. And those are our favorite kind of yeah. like toys. Are basically free ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because well, I think that's the best toy. The box is a big, huge box. Big, huge cardboard box. Whatever you want. So much potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's our story. Anyway. We're sticking with it. Cheers! Cheers, everyone! Oh, we're all drinking stouts now. We are. Woo-hoo. So what are you drinking, Jennifer? I am drinking KBS Hazelnut. KBS Hazelnut? Where did you find that? Apple Market has all the KBSs. Well, I'm going up to, I'm going to need to start going up to Apple Market because that's yeah. It's than... funny. When I was checking out, he went, it apparently didn't ring up right. And he went back to, to check on the price and he comes back and he's like, you know, that's really expensive beer. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 20 bucks. He's like, yeah, it's like $23. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, I get it. I'm man. probably going to drink that. $20 worth of beer tonight. So ring it up. <laughs> um, I'm also drinking KBS. I am drinking wow. their cinnamon vanilla cocoa version. Ooh. That's what I had in my fridge. They well, sell it in Colorado too. So that is where, uh, so I have it. I've had it since November. Nobody. Nobody gave me the memo that we were drinking KBS. So, like I said, <laughs> again, I am drinking Larry's last Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Apparently, the last good idea that he had. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, <laughs> last good idea. it makes it sound like he died, and it was like the I last know. beer he made before no, he it's died. His last beer. He's <laughs> he's literally retiring. Oh, okay, we'll so see. before we get to the questions, yes, yeah. I have a favorite story to tell. I'm Pump Charlie's. <laughs> um, sorry this is the first time Kimberly's reading the title of the podcast I like it. <laughs> um one of, so you Paul met Kimberly's spouse yes um at my birthday yes several years ago and yeah. I just was my, like it's Chase I was talking to Chase and I was like it's Paul you met him at Jennifer's and he's like yeah I know I'm like okay yeah, yeah, just yeah. giving you that context babe sorry yeah. like and, and you guys are both musicians and you guys you guys got off on a, on a good foot but what my favorite memory from my birthday was that the record player broke <laughs> and you guys yes. 
you guys opened it up and my brother was there too. And so it was you and Chase and my brother just standing around the record player with your beers in your hands. Like, hmm, I wonder what's wrong with this record player. I think it might be this or this. Did they and it fix just, it? No, no, oh, it was great. broken. I don't think it was think, a $20 record player. I don't think any of us had enough. We troubleshooted to the extent that we could, but none of well, us were electricians. Jason's electrician. Yeah, Jason. Jason is an electrician. My brother's an electrician. And he's like, you guys are trying to fix it. And Jason's like, no, I think it's broken, broken. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. it. Like, I mean, all three of you guys are just surrounding this little tiny $20 <laughs> record player. Yeah. With his guts opened out. Yeah, I I was going to say, not a single one of them, not a single one of us were small appliance repair people at all. So like we really, like the extent of what, of what we knew how to do. And by, by, I mean, really, it was just like, we knew how to turn it on and off and reset it. But (laughs) other than that, we were just like trying to open it, but none of us really knew what, like, even if we had opened it, like, would we have, it's like, no, we like our technical skills were literally to the on off button yeah. and 100%. But I love that you did it. open it up. Yeah. And I looked think at we the did. innards yeah. and was like, how do we and fix we, this? We kind of looked at them like, oh, there's going to be some obvious, like blinking, like I'm broken. Yeah. And it was like, no. Cut the red wire. And- yeah, cut the red wire. Yeah. I don't know what I was looking for. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. It just, so that funny. was just one of my favorite memories from my birthday when you guys were running a record player. All right, we're going to try to get some questions. questions. Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> we're enjoying each other. Hour and a time. half later. Career, by the way, yeah. this is episode 52, which makes it two years officially because every yes. other year. Oh we my do gosh, every other week. yes. Right? So yes. cheers. cheers. Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. I made it on to episode fifty-two. I'm, I really, yeah, honestly, I am. Two year anniversary. I two am year uh, anniversary. so happy for you guys, but I also am incredibly honored to be to be on this podcast. Thank oh, you for asking. You're also impressed. Really. You're also yes. impressed. And we also no, mostly do this as an excuse <laughs> to talk to each other regularly yeah. and drink. Yeah. I, so. No, it's, I no. I was telling Jennifer. I texted Jennifer. I was like, I listened to the last uh, episode, and you guys have a wonderful camaraderie, and oh, your conversational thanks. style is great. And I really enjoyed listening to it. So it's probably easier to listen to each other. Probably easier to listen to when we're not drunk. At least follow. And- yeah, <laughs> and that we can fun. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, sorry. You go ahead and read that. No, no worries. <laughs> All right, question, question, question. Question one. So I'm going to keep us on track here. Okay. My grandma is pretty much a hardcore religious person. She prays for everything and most of the time only watches religious shit on her Sorry. On her phone. <laughs> At least she can access it through her phone. Yeah, my, my <laughs> grandma can't do that. My grandma only watches. That's not true. My grandma apparently also is very Catholic and started like a bunch of like Catholic things in her nursing home, but also really loves 90 day fiance, which is <laughs> hilarious. Anyway. Okay. Start. Okay. Uh, my grandma is pretty much a hardcore religious person. She prays for everything. And most of the time she only watches religious shit on her phone. Recently, she's been forcing my brother into reading her Bible and watching biblical shit in movies. And now she's trying the same with me. Should I do something? Signed, Highway to Hell. I just really okay. like the liberal use of the word re- like religious shit in this question. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's going to hell or they're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my first thought is uh, she's really old. Just kind of placate her. Oh, that's she's so not nice gonna, of you. Right? She's not going to indoctrinate anyone at yeah. this point. She's set in her ways. She's That's old. That's very nice of you. Yeah, it, just placate her. Like, it sucks that she probably votes very, uh, probably conservatively. My grandma hated religious. Trump. I want to put that out there. My very okay. Catholic grandma hated Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they still vote for everybody else in support <laughs> that supports that I know, agenda. I know. Um, but I, like, she's going to die. Just, just placate her. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. What do you think, Paul? What do you say? What are we talking about? Oh, so the question was about grandmother 
pushing religion. Yeah, I just I, I read the comment and I was like, oh, this is sounds like a very young person talking about a very old person, and there you just basically have multiple generations. I think I'm one step closer to a grandparent now than I was before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I just this like I'm I'm sorry, you know, like I what I really get from this is that I think his grandmother just kind of like all grandparents want to spend time with their grandkids. And this is how she knows. This is how she knows how to do it. I think she's just trying to spend time with them, and maybe she doesn't, you know. So she's like, "Hey, this is what I know how to do. That's fun, and I'm going to raise you and be wholesome. And you guys are dressed like, you know, goth teens or whatever. Have a just talk <laughs> with your grandmother. Like, I get that that's uncomfortable or whatever, but like, just talk with them. Go like, you know, I'm not really into this. She just wants to spend time with you." Yeah, I don't know. It was just like of all the things that are happening in the world, you know, like your you your grandmother is alive. <laughs> You're alive to get to know this person. And yeah, okay, the proselytizing thing might not be fun, but maybe ask her what it was like to live in 1917 or wherever. You know, like <laughs> be, be curious about this person rather than, you know, whose grandma could be like 60. Yeah, yeah, she's still got a grandma at 60. <laughs> we're like, she's going to die soon. She's got she's a good 40 or 50 years ahead of her. Well, no, we're like, here's the thing. Every, everybody <laughs> likes talking about themselves. Ask them That's about true. themselves. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can get some, maybe you can get some juicy stuff out of her. Uh, exactly. Away from religion stuff. If you start asking about herself. And yes. then you can Do those, the stories can, about the uncle. There's that like, whole, like, service not like trying to be like buy things that I'm not affiliated with and aren't giving us money to advertise on our mm-hmm. podcast. But um, <laughs> there is like, there's, there are a couple things out there that provide questions. So you can find these questions and ask as a bonding experience, but also like there are some that you can do where they will call and ask a question and then they record yep. their response and create a book. You could do something like that for your family, like learning about your grandma's life. That being said, uh, fuck the proselytizing bullshit. So you two are very nice about it. I'm like, I hate it. I hate I, it. So you set your boundaries. You're like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not really into this, but, you know. I you was don't have to say, tell you your grandma you're an atheist because that'll make no, it worse. But just ex- be like, I don't feel ex- like talking about this right now. Yeah, Redirection, exactly. I think, is kind redirect, of where you're getting at. Exactly. Redirection. Mm-hmm. Redirection is something else. And yeah, like pick your battles. Do you really want to fight your, you know, grandparent on this? This is really important to them. Maybe it's not to you. That's fine. Redirect to something else that you do want to talk about. And I don't know, you might, you might uh, create a new relationship with them. So that's such, that's so nice. You guys, are, yeah. your answers are so much nicer than mine. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I, I would just be like, I'm not interested. Um, well, I, I, I'll know, say I would probably say nicer. I'd be like, I have my own set of beliefs that I operate on now, Grandma, yeah. and I appreciate that this is important if to you, but we grandma, differ on that. Or yeah. If your grandma we were to ask you to read a Bible passage. Yeah, I totally would, would read a Bible that? passage to my grandma. Yes. And I do uh-huh. feel like that's kind of what it sounds like here. Like she's asking the brother to read it out loud to him. Maybe and she doesn't have the right glasses anymore and she can't really right. read it. I there's totally a whole bunch that, of... But... Yeah, I think there's a lot of... I, I feel like there's a lot of... Uh, assumptions being made on on both ends and not not uh, all three of these questions were about like poor communication i think we answered this question yeah it's just placate your grandma and try to divert the conversation yeah yeah it's just we're gonna die don't placate just diverge I think this is this is I something. Think some placating. I, I yeah. don't. I'm not opposed. To placating oh, yeah, I'm not opposed to her. You reading think... out loud to her, or sitting yeah. like you know, no. like yeah, like sh- or watching her. a movie, yeah. or being like no. you can be critical with the movie, but I, I feel like you can still spend time with them, experience their lives. I have a hard time challenging grandparents or elders i will say i I it's maybe for the generation either after or before them like it's not for the third generation except for how we live our lives maybe yeah anyway next question p but i will do that while you are reading the question because i can just read it in the long one okay okay you ready you ready Mm -hmm. go for it 
First, let me preface this with saying, I love my daughter more than life itself, so please don't think this is not the case. My por partner, partner, who is 34 and male, and I, 23 and female, had only been dating three months when I got pregnant with our daughter. Birth control failure. Our girl is six months now, and I've been feeling this way for a while. I'm unhappy with my relationship. Obviously, with getting pregnant so early, we didn't have a solid foundation. There are a couple of issues I have with my relationship, but I have no idea how to fix them. My partner continued, number one, my partner continued and continues to go out drinking two to three times a week. Not that we know anything about that. Not just a drink, but like <laughs> not getting home until 3 a.m. drinking. It's just this unspoken expectation that I'll stay home with the baby. Number two, I'm not a priority in my relationship. He had bought season tickets for football. Our daughter was born in September. He only has one day off a week, typically Sunday. This means for the first three months of my daughter's life, he has gone almost every weekend. When he walks to the door, he doesn't even greet me. He simply says where the baby asks where the baby is. After the baby's gone, down, not gone. After the baby's gone down and we're alone, he sits on his phone until it's time for me to go to bed. We might chat a bit in between. The only time we've gotten a sitter is about once a month when there's a group function we both attend. There is literally no intimacy at all. This is the number three point uh, at all. We've not had sex in 10 months we don't go to bed at the same time. Don't cuddle. Maybe kiss once or twice a day, but more of a peck than anything else. I feel like a roommate and a mom. I don't feel like a person. And I certainly don't feel like a girlfriend. I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to fix this. But I know I can't keep doing this. I already have so much resentment. Any advice is a welcome. Signed, Baby Daddy Blues. I mean, I think you're a roommate and a mom. Yeah. And that's okay. Just not what you want out of this relationship, but I don't think you're very compatible. And I think if you want, it's it's been pretty well proven that the romantic aspects are not happening in this relationship and you can be good co-parents, but you probably are going to need to find the romantic aspects elsewhere. Is that harsh? I didn't mean to be harsh. I just don't think you guys are a couple. You're not a couple. You're just, you're co-parents. And that's hard. And that's a lot. And it sounds like you're doing fairly well for the child. And that's what's, like, that's important. Yeah. But you also need to make sure you're looking out for yourself, too. Yeah. Uh, keep the baby. Throw out the bathwater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really, like, this is not a relationship. And she also, it's like, talks about it as, as my relationship, like, she says, uh, oh, yeah. I'm unhappy with my relationship. I mean, or you also got like, pregnant not, three months in. It's like, not our next, relationship. Like, at month four, you could have been like, we're not compatible. And you would have broken up. But now you have a little human being that's tying you together forever. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't you have to live together. You don't have to be partners. Yeah. Or, or like maybe you can live together. I mean, I don't know. You haven't been long. Uh, it's been actually at this point in time, what, nine months, so then 12, and then six. So it's been 18 months of you living with this person as technically, or being with this person, not necessarily living together the whole time, but like as a romantic partner. So it's probably too far along to be like, let's just be roommates and, and co parents and live in the same environment. You probably do need to move out. Uh, and you need well, to. Well, can move out because she's got or, the baby. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Really like you care. need to move separately from one another. Yeah. Uh, you could. Some people. Uh, your baby's probably too young for this to be a big as big of a deal. But like some people, like keep one core residence that the kid stays in and the parents move in and out instead of disrupting the child's lifestyle. But I think your six month old baby doesn't give a shit. Yeah, Paul. So. What are you thinking? Oh. I really feel for this person. Uh, they're talking about their kid yeah. is their first time parent and their child is she's young three two. months old. So let me just let me just as a new parent with a two and a half year old, uh, at three months, 
Your she's, child, six, she's six months old. Well, By six the way, months that's old. a huge difference. Yeah. That, oh, sorry. I saw three months. You're right. That's a big difference. You're they, still, were, okay. they were together for three months when she got pregnant, but the baby is okay. now six months. That's so, so even, like 18 so, months. So even if she, even if she had a, even if she had a supportive committed partner, uh, the first five, six months of having a baby are, well, the first three months are the hardest, but the first like Fair year enough. is really, really hard. Our child did not start sleeping through the night until five, six months into it. The first three months, uh, they're, they're literally like, uh, basically still kind of in utero, but out of the body, you are, they're, uh, sleeping and going down like their uh, sleep cycles like every two hours. Yeah. And it is grueling and exhausting. So just focusing on the baby just for a second, the fact that this is her first time child and and then doing it all on your own, it is even if you have a group of people, it's still a lot of work. So then to not feel that she has any support. So she's writing this whole thing and it no wonder it kind of meanders because she is very fed up. But She's pretty sleep deprived, probably. If I was, if I was going to reorder, I think with what she meant with uh, lack of sleep. If I was going to reorder this question, was I am not a priority in my relationship, <laughs> basically. And what are my what are my options? And 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 the details are: I have a six month child. I got this husband. What do I do? Yeah, exactly. This person. Uh, boyfriend, uh, how does she describe him? Partner, sorry, partner. partner. I, sorry, yeah. I'm. Je- I don't think they're married, but I think they've been together. Yeah. It sounds partner, like at least a year and a half now. So the partner is not committed to this, and I think. Uh, so the other thing I would say is I'm seeing a lot of communication assumptions. So I think starting with your partner and telling them everything that you know. Hey, I don't feel like a priority. <laughs> I don't feel like a priority. This is why have that conversation first with them and then let them decide, you know, like if they actually want to be a part of and decide what your priorities are. The priorities are you self care in your child. That's got to center you and you just go, this is what's important to me. Do you actually want to help in this right now? I don't feel like you're helping. I think you make a great point when you say like the first six months. Yes, that's why I didn't months, even think about that. Are hell, right? Yes. Yes. Hell. This is like, this is <laughs> yeah. still uterine care, essentially. Yeah. You're, you're feeding them every two hours. You're diapering yes. them every two hours. Yes. Not even something I consider like, while looking at this question. I, I love that perspective. Like, I remember that experience with you and I was out the out, on the outside. I'm just yeah. like. I felt your exhaustion. <laughs> we, we were, just, and there's two parents. Yeah. And there's two parents yeah. active yeah. in that relationship. And you yeah. probably didn't like each other very much at, at points. No. Like- it was I was gonna say, I can only imagine try, I can only imagine being in a household with somebody that you're like, oh, you're gonna help and they're not helping. The fact that I was helping uh, my uh spouse as much as I was. And it still felt like we need a third person here all the time, possibly a fourth person. That'd be great. Two more full-time staff so that we can just get sleep whenever we want. Like it, it is, I don't know how people, so the fact that I felt as much strain as one person, the people, I, there's tons of stories about single moms all the time and it is just heartbreaking and it's incredibly difficult i don't know how they do that i think they really just bottle a lot of stuff out but anyway when those people say and they come off like as quote-unquote crazy like there's a re like they have been through some shit they have been through some absolute shit and no Mm -hmm. one has been listening to them up until this point so apologies if they come out a little bit strained you know but they're just they're just trying to get through the day so his perspective on what a relationship should be and what his role should be as a father is not all that uncommon let me just back up and say that the um the our our (laughs) understanding and description and assumptions of who these people were and who we imagined to be when we first read the question to where we are now based on one perspective and then we add our ideas and our ideologies to it 
Can I say that? Yeah, no, analogy? it's evolved. No, just yeah. within the time that we started the, reading the question to where we are now. Oh, so I need to change my answer Mine now. Still, you need to fuck, or you have to fucking kick this guy out. Like, what yeah. an asshole. No, I, I don't know I which, where she's at. So, so how, what did she say? She's... 23. She's 23. I don't know where she is with her sense I, of herself. I don't know what her sense of her self oh, confidence yeah. is that she doesn't feel like, you know, that she can be maybe, maybe but she feels baby. like she can't be she's without a, somebody. She's a baby herself. I say as someone less, I know. like that's only yeah, 10 maybe years old. She, like she, she does talk about the relationship. She does talk about the relationship as her relationship. Like, Which yeah. makes, again, really reinforces that it's not a, like she's, both of them need to right. grow up. And she does say, our girl so like the the it's their baby but it's her relationship um in her writing it really like i think the writing itself tells the story therapy or just like be like um i i I, this isn't working i think we're two people tied together by a child that probably got into this sooner than we should have and we didn't really know each other well enough to commit to a long-term relationship like this and circumstances had its own idea so let's try to respect each other as individuals and do our best to one another for the in the sake of our child, but we probably need to go separate ways as much as we can when we're tied together like this. Yeah, I mean, can yeah, you God, imagine? That sounded super mature for the amount of alcohol I've had right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine being in a committed relationship essentially after three months. Like, holy no, you're God. right. <laughs> okay, it we sucks. need to get go on. Yeah, we're you're done. right. Yeah. One more uh, question. One more okay. question. Let's right. we can get, do it. We can do we it. Oh, one. We can am do I it. reading this one? Paul, it's you're your... reading it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question three. I, 33-year-old female, and my husband, 33 male, have been together since high school. We have a good relationship as far as being in love, getting along, and enjoying each other's company. But the sex is so bad, oh, and it's just getting worse. When we were young, the sex was decent, although he would finish a bit prematurely. He would always try to make sure there was foreplay, etc. I would say that for the last five years or so, the sex has gone so far downhill that I don't even want to do it anymore. Every single time, it's no foreplay, straight to the sex, and he finishes in less than a minute. I'm not being dramatic or exaggerating. Last night, for example, I was in the mood, so I initiated sex. There was about two minutes of kissing. He barely touched me anywhere. And then he came before he was even all the way in. And that's all in capitals. <laughs> yes, I didn't even read this question, by the way. I was like, I like the premise. I have not heard any of this. No. I'm going I'm just, blind right now. I love how this person wrote this question. Very stream of consciousness. And I am yes. in their consciousness right now. Like this this poor girl like yeah. holy shit <laughs> so i'm just gonna start that one over again all right let so there's two minutes of kissing he barely touched me anywhere and then he came before he was even all the way in less than one pump and it's like <laughs> oh. often afterward there was no sorry no let's do again nothing he went to sleep he expects me to give him head a few times a month but i cannot count on one hand the amount of times he's gone down on me he doesn't finger oh, no. me because no, it's no, cool. no, no. His arms cramp up. I feel Fuck like you. a burden to him when it comes to this. And I know for a fact I'll never be sexually satisfied. I'm, oh, finding no. my, I'm finding myself fantasizing about sex with random people. Like, what would it be like to be pleasured fully? I won't cheat and I won't leave. I love him very much. Something's got to give, though. In the past, he's been upset if I mentioned toys. I think he's embarrassed. Uh. And feels threatened somehow. But I literally need to supplement with something because I cannot live this way much longer. How should I approach this? Signed, wham, bam, no thank you, ma'am. Oh, my God. That was one of my favorite readings I've ever heard in my life. Yes, so thank, thank you, you so much, Paul. Oh like, I loved God. it. I could hear how, like, you were, like, so upset for the letter writer. <laughs> and I could hear that. Or that's what I thought I heard. I need to channel, channel my inner life. If this was happening to me. It. No, I could hear. They, they really did I a nice. It. They gave it. At this, I was a good script. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, as an actor. It goes back to the yes. script. It was a good script. 
You were you I, did great. You did fantastic. great. No, I so um. man ah uh, so as somebody that oh, has Paul been with has been in a relation. Yeah, sorry, you're gonna say hey it. Wait, Go hey ahead. hey. Hey, I'm Since talking. early college, right? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna preempt both of you, right? Like, have known each other since high school. Yeah. So as uh, so, I, again, I identify with the with what the person's writing here. Uh, I've been with my wife almost since high school. We knew each other in high school. Uh, I was into her in high school. She was kind of into me but would not Aww. date me until college i love this so much i so, didn't know this i have also by the way earlier you established yeah. that you've known like jennifer since like what 2003 or earlier yeah. and i think i met you pretty quickly after that but did. not no. like yeah like yeah. i think because yeah. jennifer was working there and i yeah. would come and hang out and so we like, met there so i've yeah. known you a while yeah. too and i just remember being like i just remember like they're getting married and i was like oh Yay. And like, so I just love yeah. that you guys have been together for so long. We, and yeah, you're one of you, you know of our relationship. So while we weren't specifically high school sweethearts, we right. definitely knew of each other. And I know that when I met her and we started dating, it was like, oh, this, this is it. This is, this is absolutely it. So identify with this, with what this person's saying is kind of like, I've been with this person since before I was a fully developed person to in my 30s from when I was in high school. That's a long time to be with somebody. And again, when you are in your 20s, you are evolving as a person. So it's one thing to be able to like change out your personality. But when you are with another person uh, through all of those periods, that you have to be able to evolve with that person. And that person needs to be able to accept your evolution. Yeah. And what I got from this question was like, they have not been evolving together. They have not been communicating back to a communications thing, but they really are incredibly distant here. And again, that's really sad. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, this is another, like, you need to talk with, you need to talk with your partner and just, I, I, obviously they know, but something is not being said. So someone's got to step up and just go like, um, kind of like the Ted Lasso, like, do you want to, you want me to be the friend that tells you if you got uh, something in your teeth? Like, that's what this—that's what this relationship requires—is a little bit of yeah, I, brutal honesty. Go like, I, this isn't working for me. She, she said she won't cheat and she won't leave. So what do you have left? Is communication. You have you to it's communication. communication. I that's appreciate it, your yeah, yeah your commitment is. to this, but like, but why? This guy is literally abusing you at this point. I'm like, come on, like, Oof. yeah, this is yeah. no, no, no. I no. mean, I will say, like, she doesn't really talk about like she does say like like a lot of times you get like a dichotomy of these types of of these yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah, questions yeah. where yeah. some are like i She's love someone so much and there's this one little problem or the ones that only focus he, on he the kills prostitutes like right, that's the one right. little yeah. problem yeah so yeah. Like this person, but he's great otherwise this person specifically says like we have a good relationship we're in love we get along we enjoy each other's company there's a lot more to life than enjoying each other's company um but the sex is so bad and um uh i know i'm not really getting the impression that they're oh wait oh we have a good relationship as far as being in love and enjoying each other's company that's so that's vague lip service that's right? so vague like it just seems i like don't like buy that it. no if the sex I, is that yeah. bad it is it is in line with killing prostitutes the sex is so bad <laughs> i don't uh, know it's I, just, I, like the sex is so bad it's such a, a vital there, element to a relationship. When I hear people that are like, I married them oh. and like we never kissed or we didn't have sex before marriage or we didn't live together. I'm like, how does your relationship survive? Like, I feel like those are, you yeah. learn crucial things about one another in the relationship all of those aspects. Guys, if the sex is good. Like otherwise, yeah. why That's really hard. But Kim, I hear too Kimberly, many people that are like, we have great sex and it's a shitty relationship and right. we stay together because yeah. it's great sex. A lot more of that than the other way around. So, Kimberly, can I ask a, a personal question here? Yeah. Yes. No, uh, no, as, not at all. There to be uh, uh, the quality of the sex is uh, determined also by the quality quality of intimacy in general with the person. That that the sex part is not, is a physical act, but... It's about the be. It's about being able to trust the person as well. That it's not just about yes. the physical act. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I would completely agree with that. And I was like, listening to your story about you and your wife. And I thought it was funny because like Chase and I were friends in high school um, yeah, I had a oh, crush yeah. on him in high school, but I had a crush story. on everybody in high school because I was that person. So, um, and then like we re- reconnected a few years after high school ended and here we are married mm. for six years and together for almost 12. Yeah. Um, I, we always make jokes like he and I were both very busy people. We have our mm-hmm. own hobbies. We have our own interests. And we always made jokes that the reason our relationship worked was because we never saw each other except for maybe one night a week. Like I would have rehearsals every night. He would have his things. And then like once a week, we'd be like, hi, it's nice to see you. But then COVID happened, which proved yeah. that that is not actually the case. And yes, there are times where we both are like, dear God, I wish we could go back to the times where we were like alone in the house. Yeah. Like, there, like, yeah. there's a difference between like playing video games or reading yeah. with someone else in the house and alone, and that's all we would be doing. But, um, but yeah, we we proved that that was not a real thing that the that we didn't like each other except for like sex uh, during COVID. <laughs> we were still together. There were plenty of divorces that happened during COVID. I am sure, uh, and oh, we are still here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I had. I, had I trust other... him. That's what it comes down to. Like it's yeah. like you asked, like what is about trust? Like I trust him. He trusts me, and we both. So I'm uh, the quote that I heard, and and I looked it up. It looks like it's been ascribed to lots of people, not just one person. But the quote that I remember is uh, basically, "Don't stop dating your wife." And I think this oh, sounds like, like someone that where you just oh. like you're talking about. Uh, how do you build intimacy? It's like, well, what did you do to build intimacy when you first met? You went on dates. And so like, if you just get into a place of like, this is what the relationship is and you stop trying to appeal to the, you know, you stop that, that dating thing. I think part of dating is being curious about the other person. And if you stop being curious about the other person, then, then you can't grow. There's always things that you can learn about the other person. There's no way that you can ever know their entire life story or yeah, all the I things that are going down in their head. What yeah. I think so it's sweet. time for furry ex- exploration and erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. So that what? is to say, that is to say, <laughs> dates can evolve. I, think, I but, think they need to, like, I think they need to step out is right? what it is. So, I think they no, need to no, I'm saying that, but, but with clear zones. communication so that you can have date nights and date nights can be going to the movies, but they could also be yes. sexy date night. They can be a variety of things. Like, why does date night have to be yes. like one? I, I have a good idea. Do they have I to have stop enjoying their sex idea. life? Which it's brings so us back to mutual hearts. masturbation it for date hurts. night. That's what I'm saying. Wait. Yes. Yeah. But I have a non-masturbation date night idea. That's yeah. not allowed. And... That's not allowed. Well, okay, well it's a go fun ahead. one. And I told well, my friend the other day, and they're like, you're too fucking more cute. fun than mutual. Okay, sorry. Well, I don't know. We do mystery date nights, and we do every Thursday. um, Chase will pick a restaurant, or I will pick a restaurant that we haven't been to, and we won't tell each other what it is. And then we just like drive the other person there, and it's it's a mystery until we get there. I love that. That's That's a fantastic idea. It works in a place like Denver where we have lots of restaurants. It wouldn't work. Like I told my mom and she's like, this is cute, but we couldn't do this in, oh, well, in the town they live in. You could do that. So my my thing would just be, I I have to, again, with the, oh, see, this is another question. It's like, you you guys don't even have a child. Like you guys got all the time in the world to figure this out. So you're fine. I think that's the thing. Once you have a child that rearranges all your things. To the uh, to the person that wrote this letter, you're right. This person doesn't say they have children, but was that directed to me or the letter writer? No, no, to to the to the letter (laughs) writer. I guess guess, you can ask for a baby. You have a whole team of people who want to be. I know. I know exactly. No, that's true. That's true. So no, I'm saying that that would be the extra step that I would have to employ. Let me babysit more. To do the do the restaurant thing, and then for my my other thing is is COVID bringing COVID home to my child. But yeah, Kimberly, I love that date night idea. That's a fantastic idea. Yes. Pick a, yeah, another person, pick a random restaurant that you, you drive to. It was Chase's idea. I'm not going to claim it. It was Chase's yeah. idea. No, He's but, good but, at that kind but of back thing. to the question, like, 
This person, I don't want to say that they have, I, oh, I don't no. say we that do they like don't have any, by the way, Paul, we no, do if, like if they're not, if they're choosing not to date their spouse, <laughs> why, why not? You don't even have a child to get in the way of like, oh, we have to set up a babysitter. <sighs> oh, it's like, no, you, you just, no, do a I just say, Chase and I definitely did a period. I mean, not just COVID wise, but like, cause that made things difficult, but we have definitely gone through periods where like when we first started dating, we were living together. We're like, we're going to be great. We're going to have date night every week. And then we just got into the routine and we let that ha- that slide. I yeah. totally get that life happens. Um, yeah. like I said, Chase and I are both very busy people in our own mutual directions though. Yeah. Like, like Chase is in a band or two. I am usually in rehearsal for a play or a musical plus my improv plus all the other shit I do because I'm a ridiculous human being who recently <laughs> realized I keep myself busy too. Yeah, I think you might not want some medication my that, depression. That's another, so, that's another thing, um, yes. But so like we both, you get busy with life and it's easy to let it slide. But, but we've like, Chase and I have been doing date night again for the last like three months or so, Mm -hmm. maybe more with this like mystery date night. And I, I really love it. It's really nice. I just think that's a great, that's a great date night. And um, yeah, no, it just sounds like this person's really disconnected. I don't know how closely we have to tie this back to the specific question, but yeah. Like, no, sometimes we, we answer them, sometimes yeah. we don't. Yeah, no, so anyway, that was it. I, talk to your husband. That was really all I had to say. Yeah, talk yeah. to your husband, do a Get date a toy. night. Who whatever, cares if he's uncomfortable at this point? In time. You've been together yeah. for a very long time. No, but tools, find out what you yeah. like so you can tell him. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Jesus. Bring in no. mutual masturbation. I'm just going to say that. I've never been like, I've no, never been like this. I, I just, no, that's not true. But let him see what it looks like to bring you to fruition. No. And let you see what it takes for him to to pump it out. No, <laughs> you use such a poetic term like, for the woman, and then you're like, pump it out for the man. Pump it out. Oh, yeah, that which, which is where the name of the episode comes from. Oh, okay. But uh, I just like you guys that need new experiences, and you haven't, you barely explored anything. Barely. Like exactly. you have you've only explored, explored one person. Explore. Yeah. Can I you can have I so just, much more to explore? Yeah, please. Can I just say how offended I was as again uh a man in a committed <laughs> relationship who was recently told uh that he was good at sex. Uh that th- this was just really sad. This that this guy is literally like one and two, like this guy is not even trying and you're just like why don't no. why doesn't he say something why is he waiting for yes. his partner to say is, something like obviously you know he's such a cowardly chicken shit that he's yeah. not gonna, like come on why aren't you uh, even trying maybe he doesn't here? know any better no it, that's yeah. not no, true I, that's, no, that's what a gross that's mentality like, or or he obviously pump, wants out of this even He's wait. He is trying to get out of this relationship without saying it, so that he can make it her uh, fault or responsibility. And when really, it's like, no, dude, you aren't happy here. You just need to buck up and say, you know what, this isn't working. I'm leaving, or or whatever. Because otherwise, like if you're committed, you want to try to make your partner happy. You want to go and get a subscription to OMGS, and you want to learn, you know, all of the techniques that you can to, to make your partner happy, which everyone should get a subscription to OMG. Yes, it's fantastic. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. what is OMGS? Oh, it's all about the woman's orgasm. I only know about it because um, Emma Watson was was speaking for them yes. for a while. Yes. We're not Wait. sponsored by them, but they're pretty great, apparently. Wait, I've do, actually does never OMGS it. stand OMG, for something? It's OMG, yes. It's oh my oh. god yes. Okay. I oh my also god, yes. am actually. Wait. Oh um, Paul, wait, look at you bringing so the you knowledge. So you're saying to it's us. definitely something we should we should be. Co- you should do subscribe to, to. Yeah, I, I guess I the, don't. The I haven't. It's it's a bunch of uh, it's it's a bunch of uh, I, I'm, uh, ladies, uterus, vulva owning people uh, talking about <laughs> their <laughs> talking about their orgasms and how they okay. achieve. Uh, orgasm and what's kind of matters to that, you know, and so it's a bunch of people that have uh, with vulvas that have masturbated talking about what they like with uh, masturbating or with a partner and 
what okay. feels good and basically giving you like a whole bunch of different techniques. So it was like uh, uh, edging and anticipation and they kind of break out. And down. So it, it was like this and, course yeah. thing that uh-huh. they actually give you like step by step, like put your finger here. Touch it. And then there's actually like on the screen, you can Ooh. actually touch the, you, you can actually like touch a simulated Volvo that they did like a photograph thing and practice on a person's vulva trying to get that you just learned. Highly intrigued. I love this. It's incredible. And so there's like three seasons now. I have a subscription to like the first season, which is like 40 bucks. And then like the third season's like exploration with toys. And it was like, oh, all these different things. That's that really cheap. Oh my some God. of it's you're, by yourself. Some of it's, with a, some of it's with a partner. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just all this stuff where it's just like, oh, and so for especially for people, and and I'm I'm making the generalizations, but as a person that grew up in a Catholic household and grew up in a repressed society where we don't really talk about sex, and I think people with vulvas in particular, and that's what I'm just going to say instead of using pronouns, uh, are taught <laughs> even more so to be very repressed about and not talk about their sexuality. So unless you were raised in a household or people are like oh yeah it's okay it's coming if you were raised with any shame at all related to your sexuality then exploring masturbation feels incredibly taboo feels incredibly shameful and so this website it's it's a fantastic way to kind of get like if you you know you shouldn't even feel bad for not knowing this stuff you shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel bad for not knowing this stuff just accept that yeah you didn't grow up with that there are resources out now that you can go check out, and this is a fantastic resource. And they actually did like I have to research. Say, it's really literally good. doing this as right now. As someone who yeah. did not grow up as religious, masturbation was where it was all out at. So oh yeah, not for me. Well, not lucky, so. lucky. It sounds like my you parents have led... were all about saying, "Master, take care of yourself." I don't think my parents ever, ever, ever talked about yeah. masturbation in any sense. No, my, my parents never my negative father, or positive. And it was and my father told me he's like, uh, "Take care of yourself, enjoy yourself, explore." Yeah, but like, I like yeah. that about your dad. My parents yeah. never once talked about masturbation. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember say, the first time my little brother, right. I think, saw the word masturbation was on a screensaver Jennifer had that was ah! orange kittens oh, running God, from little monsters right? that said, um, what did they say? If you masturbate, the kittens will die. Oh, and my yeah, little brother, yeah. I think, was like seven years old. <laughs> and it was a loopy font. And he goes, what is masturbate me and we were like oh god and so we were like trying to navigate that (laughs) 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 just gonna tell that one but um oh the masturbation um, story yeah that's my one of my favorites actually yes so So i'm sorry for you you catholics and religious people but masturbation's kind of where it's at like learn to enjoy yourselves jesus are you are you telling this to me now like yeah i know that now no, I'm sure I've told this to you before. This is we can, by the it way. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, it, yeah. It gets it gets hardwired in. So, no, there's resources out there that you can, you know, and then what, here's the other thing. When you know what you like, then you can share that with your partner more uh, yeah. directly. And that's also what the... Yeah. What the whole thing is about is is like oh you need to you need to be able to describe to your partner and help them learn how to make you feel good so that it's not all on them to figure it out like you need to do some work on yourself a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, bring us back to, de- to the letter writer. You have to destigmatize <laughs> masturbation. She does talk do about that. foreplay. This yeah. is a two-hour long episode, and I, I think, it's, oh my I God. think it's worth it. We get some mini episodes. You can have a mini episode about masturbation. Yes, and I think, you're think right. her her definition of foreplay is so myopic or so yeah. constrained. Yeah, I don't know. It's it sounds like, like she's if, not getting any. Well, the, her definition is if he fingers her or rubs her clit. Like, well, so I think that's what she's saying. That's what happens, right? right? Oh uh, yes, for yeah, sure. I just you're right. Kissing can so be this foreplay too. There's, kiss and the like the erogenous zones and the. And the, and touching and massage no. and you're right you're right. no no the, both of them uh, okay. Jennifer you're right both of them have very limited definitions of the full yes. scale of of uh, intimate and touch it, and what sex yeah. sex is can and they've be. been together for so long since yeah. so young like they're and learning it all the on each other she's not learning different things he's not learning different things they're not communicating with each other I'm using my two fingers in the air like they're gonna mean something but really it looks like I'm fingering the air. 
And uh, yeah, it's the, no, the air just orgasmed of, and it yeah, thanked you. And right, exactly. she's like, thank you for giving me more foreplay than this man did to his wife. <laughs> um, Paul, do you have anything that you want to promote? I know earlier I was like, you don't have to say your last name, but now I'm like, please tell us your social media or how oh. people can find articles you've written. And if you no, don't yeah. have anything you want to promote, that's totally fine too, but we no, want to give you that I, option. I, no, I appreciate it. I was going to say, I'm not, uh, I'm kind of redoing my, my social media uh, I get that. profiles right now. <laughs> I, I, again, I literally just started writing for, uh, for the Argonaut. Um, so I would say, yeah, uh, check out, uh, check out, check out the Argonaut newspaper, uh, in, in Santa Monica, California. I got some articles in there. I'll be working on, um, I'll be working on my social media profile. So when I feel like I need to share more, but right now I'm like, Oh, that's where I'm at. Or like I said, uh, I play occasionally in, in East Lansing. So for the people that are, that are in Lansing, uh, come, uh, Check out uh, North of Five at the Peanut Barrel or uh, or uh, Crunchies uh, when we play. And for everybody else, like, well, when I feel like having a social media profile, I will. But yeah, <laughs> perfect. No, I'm just Let really happy to be on the link podcast. It. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if I if I come up some, if I come up if, with something in the next day and and I have more, I'll I'll uh, I'll send I'll send some. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, we did. I it. think we're there. I Thank you there. for coming Thank on. So this is a lot of fun. Yeah. You're very welcome. Oh my gosh. I can't Quite wait to tell. Fun. I can't wait to tell certain select family mem- uh, people that I know <laughs> to listen to it and to tell other people absolutely nothing about it. So no, yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. Yeah, that is that sounds about right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Inebriated Input. I'm Kim, and I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. <laughs> and please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions, and we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay, okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. bye.